Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my Taste Buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. Bah humbug. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well done. Foot Clan, before we started recording this episode, our fine host, Andrew Holloway, was... Grouching his way off the side of the planet. Yeah. Uh, very unhappy, wanting to... Are we recording yet? Are we recording yet? Let's get going. Let's go. And then he opens us with a nice bah humbug. Welcome, everybody, to the Christmas weekend. <laughs> I hope it goes well for you, because if not, if fantasy goes poorly for you this weekend, oh, man, it's a bad Christmas weekend. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Welcome into the Fantasy Footballers. Alvin Kamara, excluded... From the greeting, <laughs> I have some cliches I've been leaning on. Uh, Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm -hmm. You're playing the long game, a marathon, not a sprint. One step back, two steps forward. Mm, yeah. win, win the war, not the battle. Yeah. Slow and steady wins the race. That's great. Uh, keep your eyes on the prize. That's yeah. where I'm, I'm going to lean on that. Alvin Kamara against Papa Josh didn't go well. It did not. But I, it is the beginning of the weekend, and I he can is. have Thursday. That's my philosophy. I'll take Sunday. I will. I will say, for the uh, speaking of the beginning, last week in the league that I faced Adams, where Adams got off to that twenty points in our league, incredible start. I beat that. Team. Yes, and then in the in the team yes, that Jason Mike. and I had, we had Adams. Mm. We scored twenty yes. points. Yes, Eckler sucked. We lost. That's right. The tortoise so, and the hare, Andy. Go crack that book open. So if you had Camara, take a breath. If you had Cooper Cup, take a breath. If you had Puka, have a party. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Don't count your chickens. No, no. Stay That's focused. another cliche Stay I'm focused. looking at. Don't count your no, chickens I'm, before I'm the hat. I'm not saying you take the victory, but enjoy that you had a big Puka wow, party last I'm night. Just Papa Josh is in the building, too. I'm just realizing what a terrible, like, don't count your chickens before they're hatched. That means... You think you got all these, but some are going to die. Yeah. That's that's awful. That's nature, Jason. Well, I know, but it's like, don't count your chickens. I've got 12 eggs. I only had three chickens. <laughs> You're I thinking of... Lay off me. I was starving. <laughs> oh, no. Friday episode <laughs> of the show. That's on you, then. Well, I, I, look, I needed an omelet. <laughs> yeah. 
Why didn't they hatch? If well, you eat them all, you can count them before they hatch. Yeah, you can. Well, they are the exact same number. Can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs, right? I mean, there's some, so many cliches. Yeah, yeah. Welcome in one and all. More matchups today. The fantasy faceoff where I will appropriately be shamed. Papa Josh is in the building, hanging out in Deucer's Alley, like the deuce he is. He's just looking like the smuggest. Oh man, he's just—he's been really the worst. intolerable this week. And, and imagine he wins the title. Part of me, I, I, I hope he does. If he beats, you. I don't know about that. I, 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 don't I, know I about thought that. through this process this morning because I've said like whichever one of you wins, you have to win. We can't let the other two guys on the other side get it. We got to keep this trophy in house. And I thought through the thought process of could you root. For Josh, the evil one. No, I would not. After putting no, you I out. would not. No, because he works here, and that's the uh, the other people do not work here. I will not be in their presence. Josh winning just to lose would just be great. But he look, he's not going to win. Ooh. He's not oh. going to win this weekend. There we go. I'm still favored to win. He All needed right. he needed a an Alvin Kamara uh, fart on Thursday night just to break even on the projections. Yeah, he got a hot one. Yeah. So. Um, I still have the Justin Fields DJ Moore collapse to look forward to. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. They don't have a good matchup or anything. No, mm-hmm. Cardinals D is going to step up in so, week seventeen. Ugh. I can't get the Puka Cooper Cup situation straightened out. Every week, I think Cooper is going to have a great game. It's Puka and vice versa. It, breaking news: Puka did not bust against the number one rated no. pass defense. Nine for one sixty four and a touchdown. Eleven targets. Should have had more. Uh, Kyron Williams, 22 for 104 and one. That was an extra knife twist in, in my side only because I had to make that Camara Kyron decision uh, when Kyron was coming off the injury. Kyron's been a machine. It's a tough run defense. I mean, this is the run defense that kept Saquon to like nine carries and no yards last week, and Kyron breaks through because, look. Kyron's awesome. You can't stop Matthew Stafford and those receivers right now. So the running game's breaking down. The defense and vice versa. It, yeah, it's it's they, McVay. Yes, McVay is such like, a genius. Kyron is Kyron's playing fantastic because he is getting everything that McVay is laying out for him. But this is like they are McVay is scheming runs. This, Last this year was team, when Cam Akers finished the season right on that hot run, winning yeah. people championships, yeah. and we know that Cam Akers is not the most talented running back in all of football, and yet, like you said, McVay schemes this up for play. I mean, Kyron was not a high-draft capital pick. So, Yeah, and Los this Angeles, Rams team yeah, looks like they yeah. could – like I, I wouldn't project them to win the Super Bowl, but if I don't want to play them in the playoffs. They look super good. If Their they played the Cowboys great. in the first round. Oh, the Cow- Dallas would be terrified. Dallas would be, should be terrified. Yeah. What do you make of Demarcus Robinson? <laughs> Well, he, he obviously has carved out a, a role in this offense that seems like it's like permanent. It's it's hard. He obviously played well ahead of Tutu Atwell, who did not receive a target. Um, one of the things we have loved all season and for many years about the Rams' offense for fantasy is the consolidation of targets. Uh, Matthew Stafford threw it to three wide receivers. It, it, that, that was it. And when you do that and you're not spreading the ball around to five, six, seven guys, Sam Howell, um, then then you can more reliably uh, bank on these guys. Now, we thought prior to this game that Tutu Atwell, now that he was back, would regain that role, and I don't know if that was because, well, it's first game back from injury, but it was clearly Demarcus Robinson in that role that has been valuable all year. That third wide receiver 
has constantly been a fantasy relevant role. Um, and he was great with it. Six and, for 82 and a touchdown. Sorry. I was just going to say Cooper cup, 12 targets, only six receptions. Questionable. I mean, he kind of dropped two touchdown opportunities. Mm -hmm. Catches that are not easy, but the ones that Cooper Cup generally makes. So you were disappointed with Cooper Cup's output. Alvin Kamara, 9 for 19 on the ground, uh, 5 for 16 through the air. Olave was 9 for 123. He left some on the table with the drops. And then I did like Rashid Shahid coming into the week. He had the long touchdown catch. Yep. And everyone wants to know this, but... Send in the car. <laughs> Send in the car. Derek Carr outscored Matthew Stafford in fantasy points. That is unfair and disgusting. Derek yeah. Carr... And he was impossible to watch. Flat out was terrible for 90% of that game. He had a handful of good throws, like the throw to A.T. Perry. It's a good throw. Yeah, you know, the Juwan Johnson wheel route, great throw. Yeah, but, but he spent most of the game being... Flat out garbage, and I and I really want to contribute some of the blame to the the play calling for this team on a regular basis. I mean, if, whether it's this lifelong addiction to breaking up the kind of momentum of an offense to have your Taysom Hill snap where your quarterback runs off the field, which they did Wait. two times in the first two drives, Wait. It, and then the, the not using Alvin Kamara in the passing game at all throughout the game. Let the Taysom hate grow. Well, look, it's not Taysom's fault. I know. It's just the fact that you do disrupt your momentum. And yes. uh, the play calling's bad. They need a new head coach, and that's the end of that. So, <laughs> uh, There was the Olave made it through. I mean, had the huge game, 9 for 123. He didn't get a touchdown. Should have been way bigger. And after the game, uh, I can't remember which beat reporter was talking about it, but they Olave, when speaking, said it took everything. In, like in terms of pain tolerance to get on the field and make it through the game. So I I know that Olave has a history of some weird drops, but it sounds like he's he was playing through incredible amounts of pain. So I'm going to cut him some slack on that one particular uh, drop. There was one drop that was, it was like – There I, were two they, really they, bad drops. But there was one where – Yeah, it, he threw the ball too hard. Yeah, it was yeah, like – he needed to put some more touch on the ball. It felt like the broadcast yeah. was like, oh, Olave dropped yep. it. And then you showed the replay, and it's kind of behind him. Completely like, agree. That's, that's Derek Carr. I mean, that, yeah, and that's it, a wide-open throw. There's something to be said about putting touch on the football. I mean, yeah. some quarterbacks can do it, some can't. The old uh, Derek Anderson. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I have one velocity, and that's maximum. Yeah, Cam Newton was like that, too. <laughs> All right, it's Friday. Foot Clan Friday. All right. Nice try, Deucers. Uh, every Friday, we give away $100 to FantasyChamps.com to a supporter of the show over at JoinTheFoot.com. Today's winner, Maximilian uh, Kosti Ashkin. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they tried to give me the hardest name uh. in the land, Al. <laughs> he would never. Next time I see one like this, I better have a pronunciation guide next yeah. to it. Al was just rolling through. He's like, I can't read that. I'll see what this sounds yeah. like. The winner yeah. is Max. Yep. I could have gone with that. <laughs> All right. Congratulations. Thank you for supporting the show. Join the foot.com. Let's talk news. News and notes from around the league. Presented by USAA Insurance. Real quick, I just saw a news break that uh, Zay Jones, doubtful for the week. So unlikely to play. Also, news on Trevor Lawrence. He was going to try to practice today, but has to travel with the team, obviously, in order yeah, to play. It we'll you know, see. seems 
iffy, but the practice today, uh, it, it makes it possible. Um, Keenan Allen ruled out. Not going to have him this week. Kenneth Walker didn't, yeah. didn't practice again. Uh, that's Wednesday and Thursday. I, I'm i still optimistic. He had a big workload in a game. Uh, you know, you know. what do you guys think? Uh, I think that he'll probably get a limited practice in the day and then he'll play. But this, him popping up on Thursday after the optimism given by beat reporters for the Wednesday rest day was it you at least have to have a little bit of nerves yeah a little bit of nerves especially since it's a different injury it's not the oblique that right. he missed with yeah. this is listed as a shoulder so hopefully it is just being you know having an abundance of caution and not wanting to wear your guys down because you plan on giving him a huge workload and you just did uh if Kenneth Walker is active you are 100% playing him as of now, I still think he'll be active based on what beat reporters are saying. Geno Smith practicing in full, going to play. Brian Robinson hasn't practiced Wednesday or Thursday. We don't expect him back, right? No, no. He, he's he been out too long to show up on a Friday practice and then play a, an important role. Christian Watson didn't practice. Jaden Reed didn't practice. He's been dealing and playing through toe, chest injuries. I think Jaden Reed's going to play this week. I don't he, think Christian Watson will. He was really, really interesting because he has missed so many practices and played and played well. Um, I wanted to put him in the DraftKings lineup. Um, he's a good value, but you just it's it's hard when you don't practice to put someone in. So he is someone you got to monitor. All right, AJ Dillon limited Wednesday and Thursday. Early reports on the week was that he would be kind of unlikely to play. What do you guys think there? I think if he plays, he won't play well. So it it's not about the playing well or not. It's about taking snaps away. Sure. I mean, obviously, if, if Aaron Jones is by himself, he's, he, you know, you'd love for him to have more and more work. They said going into last week they were going to limit Aaron Jones's workload. They did. But I think now that he's got a week and he's healthy, he'll he'll be increased no matter what, even, even if Dylan is there. Jones is a great play. Dylan is one of those where it's like, Dylan I'm sorry that you had to play him because there's no one that chooses to play him you only are like ah, that's all i got jonathan taylor practicing full zach moss still didn't practice that's yeah, that is a tremendous trend if you have taylor on your team and michael Pittman returned to a full practice yes so after his incredibly scary hit it appears he will be back yeah I, I haven't heard that he's cleared protocol but if he's practicing in full with contact he, he'll be active this week that was today's news and notes presented by USAA Insurance. Learn more at usaa.com slash insurance. Fantasy Forecast. Saturday games. We covered Bengals, Steelers, Bills, Chargers yesterday. Sunday games we covered yesterday. Colts, Falcons, Seahawks, Titans, Lions, Vikings, Commanders, Jets, Packers, and the Panthers. We got three ChristmasFootball.com games this year that we'll cover today as long along with the rest of the Sunday games. Great website, man. One of my favorites. Yeah. Um, ChristmasFootball.com? Yeah, ChristmasFootball.com is one of my favorite websites. Okay. Cleveland's 9-5, and five, Houston's 8-6. and six. They won with Case Keenum last week. The DraftKings Sportsbook line, Cleveland minus 2.5. It's a five-point swing with the news of C.J. Stroud missing the game. But it's still a close line. The over-under is 40 points. Cleveland's the fifth seed in the AFC. They've been doing it with Joe Flacco. This and is so fun to me, the fact that you've got Joe Flacco versus Case Keenum. You have two very, you know, Case Keenum had a successful career. He started he and won a lot of games, and then he his career was over. 
And Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl, started and had a successful career, and then his career was over. And now it's like, <laughs> like yeah, all, of, all of a sudden we get a, a Joe Flacco, Case Keenum, important matchup between two winning playoff-bound teams who are coming off of wins with these quarterbacks. This is a super exciting game to me. I, I wish Stroud was there, but uh, Case Keenum versus Flacco is the game no one thought that we were interested in. All right, uh, Jerome Ford, he's been limited. He's dealing with a wrist injury. hasn't been exceptional. This is not the match if you want to play him. No, they, they were a shutdown you know, defensive line last week against Henry. Devin Singletary, 31 opportunities last week. You're leaning on opportunities. Cleveland, 17th over the last six weeks against the run, 10th on the year. Uh, I really would love to know the confidence level in Singletary versus, you know, the rest of the pack. You know, the Ty Chandlers, the James Connors, uh, some of those players that you're on the cusp with. So the, Maybe the, even Kenneth Walker, throw him in there. The way that I see Devin Singletary is he is a very – he is a relatively safe play. So he's a player that, I mean, when, when you get 31 opportunities the previous week, and, and he has, that that's not even as high on the season. Now, I know before it was when Damian Pierce wasn't there, but Damian Pierce was just not used in this game. He barely played. Uh, they won the game, and they won the game on the back of Devin Singletary. I, I can't get myself to see a process that leads me to conclude that they're not going to implement that type of a game plan here against a good defense and rely on the veteran Singletary with Case Keenum behind center. Um, so what I view Devin Singletary as is a high-floor, low-end RB2. And that is, to me, pretty important and valuable in fantasy. I would have him in a lot of my lineups. I have the floor a bit lower than you do of – yeah, last week was incredible, but the week before that against the Jets, it was 16 opportunities where Damian – I mean, Damian Pierce was – That was his last count. chance, though. That was that you feel like – Oh, 100%. Okay. So you yeah, feel that, like a, a Pierce was so bad in that game that they they, they, just, gave they him made an, the shift then? They gave him an – and I've listened to interviews from, like, people around the team. They gave Pierce the opportunity to earn some of the backfield back after his injury. And he wasn't able to deliver in those two games. And okay. so they, they made a shift. You know, this is the game where I said I would not be surprised if it hit the over and was a little bit more of a shootout than people expect. 36 pass attempts last week for Keenum. Mm -hmm. They weren't afraid to let him throw the football a little bit. Cleveland's a tough defense, but they're on the road here. And uh, that's been more of a struggle for them as well. The 36 pass attempts, does it give you any hope for Nico if he returns? Oh, Noah man. Brown? Noah Brown was banged up too. Can I get a – he was, he's report on he's him? been uh, limited, I believe, the past. Yeah, limited two days. on Thursday on Thursday with the knee. So he he he's trending to play. Nico is that's scary, scary business, man. Coming back from that injury with the possibility of re-aggravation and our and the matchup in the and the backup quarterback. So like, would you play Nico fresh, uh, assuming he plays, or would you play? Uh, let's go Deontay Johnson against the Bengals. Deontay Johnson. Okay. Nico or, uh, let's say. That's Deontay with, uh, Rudolph as well. Just right. Just to, to, to yeah, bear yeah. in mind. No, yeah, that's Is that confirmed? It. Yeah. 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 Okay. Kenny Pickett was out. Uh, would you play Nico or JSN against Tennessee? Oh, I, I, I know with, with I Gino. I put him second in the order this week. I like JSN quite a lot this week. So that, that's an easy JSN for me. Okay. Dalton Schultz 
he is back. He is a you know lower tier tight end option. On the other side, you're excited about David Njoku, Amari Cooper. Both were starts of the week on yesterday's show. But I think you know, and then the story is Flacco, right? Flacco is in a, in a situation where they're putting it on his shoulders. The running game is not the uh, forward, the former Nick Chubb running game, and so Flacco is a streaming option. Yeah, he he really is. Uh, there's a lot. I sure of players. hope so. There, there's a lot of fantasy managers line? that I, are starting him. I am currently going Flacco over Goff. All right, uh, Jacksonville's eight and six. Tampa Bay seven and seven. The DraftKings Sportsbook line: Tampa Bay minus three. The over/under is forty and a half. And uh, this has swung quite a bit too. Jacksonville was favored when they thought Lawrence would play. Now it's Tampa minus three. And you know, I I find myself with a ton of question marks on the Tampa side because, or I'm sorry, on the Jacksonville side, dealing mm-hmm. with the offensive weapons. You know, ETN is a, a, a fixture in your lineup, and you're not going to sit him down. But the li- the matchup's bad. Well, I mean, on the course of the season, adjusted for schedule, this is not bad. This is worst. This is the number one defense. <laughs> Uh, uh, shutting down the running back. They average giving up 14.8 fantasy points per game to the entire running back core on the other side. So, thankfully, ETN is usually 80% of their core, and so that's why you're going to have him in your lineup. But it is, it's going to be tough sledding for him. You really hope he has a touchdown, and if Trevor Lawrence isn't the quarterback, you have to imagine touchdown opportunities will be f- even fewer for him. And what do you do with Calvin Ridley? Because the, the matchup... While the Bucks are, in fact, the worst matchup for running backs on the season, they are the best matchup. If I had Lawrence in there, I was thinking about Ridley as the start of the week. Right. Because you don't have Zay Jones. You, you don't I'm have Christian Kirk. Expecting no Trevor Lawrence and then it's C.J. Beathard, are you, where are you with Calvin? Because I'm in agreement. If Lawrence is in, that's that's not a question. Ridley is a should be a great play. He's Calvin Ridley, so he has magic tricks and can get a bunch of targets and do nothing. But let's say C.J. Beathard is... I think I'm going to play okay. Calvin Ridley. I okay. C.J. Beathard is not who you want to play quarterback. You want it to be Trevor Lawrence. But we have seen C.J. Beathard go out and ball out before. It's not impossible. Um, <laughs> and look at all the, the star wide receivers right now with backups that yeah. we're willing to throw out there like Je- Jefferson. And- it, exactly. So I, I think this is a situation where I'm going to trust the matchup and the opportunity of basically being the last dude left um, in, in the in the deeper receiving game, if they have to throw the ball, this is a really important game for these two teams. Like they're headed in opposite directions, but for playoff implications, the the way that the rest of the schedule goes with um, your opponent's strength of schedule, your wins, your uh, division, and um, it, this is like exceptionally important for both these teams' playoff implications. Parker Washington. He's a possibility for DFS because yeah. of Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. Honestly, yep. I just think it means more ammo for the Evan Ingram start of the week from Jason. I, I love Ingram this week. Huge opportunity. Great matchup. Baker, Mike, you made him your start of the week yep. against the secondary defense for the Jacksonville Jaguars has been uh, bad in the last six weeks. Mm-hmm. And then Rashad White is an auto start. He's been great. Mike Evans as well. But what about Godwin after last week's performance? <laughs> where, where are you at? You know, there's a breakout. You know, perfect pass rating for Baker. It is 12 targets, 10 receptions, 155 yards. It's the first time in a half-point scoring format that Chris Godwin has been over, let's see, eight points since week eight. 
there oh have been God. and do you it, and the matchup is great do you possibly chase there have been a handful of great matchups week nine houston great matchup for wide receivers week 10 tennessee great matchup for wide receivers uh week 12 indianapolis decent matchup for wide receivers all three of those games he stunk it up um the, you, I mean, I, I, I think Chris Godwin is not someone that you just have to blindly bench, but I wouldn't blindly go, well, his name is good and he had a good week, so I must start him. To me, he is – you got to look at who else you have. So let's take a look at some names. Um, if you had Chris Godwin or you had Jordan Addison against Detroit coming off of his great game, which one would you lean there? Um. I know where I am. Oh my gosh! Uh, so just everything—that's just on the player. They—he got so seemingly lucky last week. I guess I would chase Jordan Addison. I, I would as well. I think at this point in their careers, Addison's the more talented wide receiver who can uh, do things. Hopkins or Godwin—that's a really good one as well. Uh, I'll go Hopkins. What about? What about the previously mentioned C.J. Beathard, Calvin Ridley? I would go Ridley, for Which, sure. That's an easy Ridley for me. Is it? Yeah. Do you realize how bad he has been the last three weeks? Yeah. Okay. Well, Ridley has been bad most of the year. Um, but, but his big games are great, and this is this will be his first game where no Christian Kirk, no Zay Jones. Perfect matchup. Okay. All right, let's take a break and come back with the ever-important Cardinals-Bears matchup. Okay. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Some things may seem small at the time, but when you keep them inside, when you keep everything bottled up, you leave those emotions to fester, and they can have some serious negative consequences. I know when I was younger, you know, you don't want to always say what's on your mind. You don't want to be seen as ungrateful or insensitive or whatever, but sometimes you bottle those things up too long, and they develop into real problems. Talking things out, Working through what's weighing you down, it is more helpful than you realize. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I've had therapy. I've had practical, personal advances through therapy. Whether I'm learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries personally, how to make better habits in my life, there's a lot of benefit. And you can give BetterHelp a try if you've been thinking of starting therapy. It's entirely online convenient and flexible it's also easy to get started you just fill out one brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com footballers to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com footballers this episode is brought to you by rocket money it's no secret we get deep on football here to the point where yeah maybe i, I might lose track of a few other things like subscriptions. I mean, do you know how many you've got right now? Probably not, but our sponsor, Rocket Money, can help. I've been a longtime user of Rocket Money. I love it. I get pop-ups all the time checking in on my finances. Things like subscriptions, like, hey, you should probably go through your subscriptions and, and just make sure that everything is on the up and up. And I go and I check and I review every single time. And sometimes, every once in a while, boom. There's a subscription that I forgot about that I don't use anymore. Thank you, Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash footballers. That's rocketmoney.com slash footballers. Rocketmoney.com slash footballers. You need to sit this one out, Andy. <laughs> I don't like. We that, can handle. It. I don't like that. Jason's start of the week is next to <laughs> Justin Fields' name. My apologies. The Arizona Cardinals at three and eleven. Chicago Bears at five and nine. DraftKings Sportsbook line: Chicago minus four at home. The over/under is forty-three. <sighs> <laughs> I can't yeah. even. I can't find a case. For why Fields and Moore will struggle in this game. I mean, the only hope you have is injury. If you're facing him, oh, is turnovers. It, it's just it, it, actually there's two. There's two hopes. Number one, Justin Fields commits turnovers because he loves it. He is kind of into that. Number two, their defense scores points. I mean, Chicago's defense has shut down opposing quarterbacks all year long, including the last six weeks. Uh, they have made plays last week. It was the Joe Flacco. They scored a touchdown. Uh, somehow, some way, just taking opportunities for Fields away from them. But otherwise, I mean, Fields is lined up. Arizona can't pressure the quarterback. Even teams that can struggle to sack Justin Fields at times. His go-to guy is DJ Moore. Um, we You're talked yesterday about the running game for Chicago where we all had different opinions. For me, it's Roshan Johnson. I think he is the best option and i still lean foreman sure that's the, the your the way out for for teams against fields or dj moore this week is one the, of one the of running the, game one of the three running backs gets hot which that's not a that's not a stretch against what arizona has done i mean you're hoping for like deonta foreman has three games here with 20 plus opportunities Two of them include a 20-plus rushing attempt game. Now, those were not Fields games, uh, so the, the offense was looked completely different. But it, a a situation where Foreman or Roshan take over this game is not out of line. Now, now what that's if, that's the rosy case for if you're playing against them. But if I have if I have Fields, DJ Moore, Cole Komet, what if there's I'm like a excited. sale on some Christmas items that he's been looking for that. Goes live mid game. Is there any chance Justin Fields would? Oh, and he has to like bail on the game. Would bail because if he leaves, it's got to be a real good sale, man. If he leaves, then DJ Moore will be bad. That is accurate. So if there's some kind of discount that he can't even resist, are you gonna make? Are you gonna like buy a Lamborghini and sell it for <laughs> for a dollar, but only to Justin Fields at halftime? <laughs> is your name Justin Fields? If you leave the field right now, you can have this for a dollar. Is there any chance Justin Fields <laughs> drives to the wrong location? I don't think so. Yeah, he's been, he he's been there before. He hasn't done it yet, and I do believe. Oh wait, no, they're at home, so they'll they'll drive. Let's say there there'll be a bus. Yeah, the the truth is Justin Fields looks set up to be a great matchup. Uh, DJ Moore, thirty three percent target share since Fields has returned. His utilization has turned from frustrating to guaranteed. They they force feed him the ball on a handful of screens every game. Then they target him downfield. So those two guys are obviously in your lineup. There's no league out there where you're not starting one of these two players. Of I doubt you have Justin Fields and 
Josh Allen on the same team. So um, you could you could play with fire with a Foreman or Roshan, but there's, we can't tell you who it's going to be. There's so many people asking Dak Prescott or Justin Fields. I've been DM'd it. I've been yeah, that, asked it. That on, that it's one of our sense. top searches. If in that situation, I've I had would my go, answer. I do too. I've got my answer. It's a, it's a pretty easy answer for me. Oh no, it's not easy for it's me. It's easy for you, and I don't know which one it is. <laughs> for <laughs> yeah, me, I said Dak. Dak. It's Dak. It's Dak for Jason. Yeah, it's not easy for me. I have them one spot apart. Kyler Murray has four passing touchdowns and oh, five starts. He stinks right now. Chicago has picked off two plus passes in four straight games. That is where I'm saying their defense. Not only is it a great play, but that could be the way that the Look, if they get up on some defensive pressure in scores or the first couple scores are on the ground, that's your case against Fields and more. Otherwise, it's going to be it's going to be real tough. Marquise Brown is not practicing. Left last game with a heel injury. If he plays, it's probably worse for the Cardinals. I don't think he plays. And I don't think he plays either. You know who which else is probably doesn't bad play? for the Cardinals. I don't think Greg Dortch plays. Dorch oh, is, is like Dorch the only Dorch has, been, Dorch has been banged up. Yeah, and Michael Wilson has not looked like he did early in the season since he's been dealing with his injuries. So Trey I don't McBride. know how much is on Kyler <laughs> and how much is not on Kyler for the fact that he really does not have good weapons to try to throw the ball to, but he's not going to have good weapons in this game. Trey McBride is great, 27% targets per route run, leads all tight ends, and trails only Tyreek and Devontae Adams among wide receivers. He is a must-always start, even yeah, we, if you flex him. We had lots of debates on Kyler versus, you know, Kyler versus Joe Flacco, one of the bigger searches on the site. Kyler versus Nick Mullins. I don't think Kyler's upside is high or tremendous in this game whatsoever. They, You may blink and miss their possessions. They're 28th in time of possession this, this year, and the, the Bears are like third in place per game. Like you, That was the most painful thing about the Camara Saints situation last night. If you didn't watch for a couple of seconds, the Rams had the ball. And so when you have a, an underdog against a good defense, that's what hurts you. You always want to lean into, like, maybe there's garbage time. And, yeah, yeah and, that's what you need. And, look, that's what got Derek Carr some numbers last night. It wasn't them playing their straight-up defense. It was garbage time. But it makes a really – it's like the – you know, there's a straight line on a map to get someplace, and then there's a scenic route that takes you a lot longer – the road is not paved, Say and that. that is the de that is the way that the defense. I mean, that scenic route is the I ten from from Phoenix to L A, which means there is nothingness. It's just just dead. You don't want to see it. No, I uh, and I don't want to have to go on that path to get my points. Okay, but here's the the real push comes to shove questions which we have asked but not answered. Let's answer them. Joe okay. Flacco or Kyler Murray. Joe Flacco. Flacco. Kyler Murray or Nick Mullins. Mullins. So I have I, I've gotten into the Mullins camp this week. I, I I I think Mullins is good. I hope so, but I I go Flacco, Kyler, Mullins. That's my ranking. That one is tough there because like people like Andy, other people where I in the industry I really respect their opinion are bullish on Mullins, and I I can see the case. But my case is that Nick Mullins was awful last week. Well, he put up huge numbers. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying awful as terms of the quarterback play. Like the the touchdown to Jordan Addison was just in the first one. It was such an ill advised throw. He's falling over, pretty much grounds the ball. But Jordan Addison made an incredible catch, and then there was no defenders left. 
Trey McBride's a great star. James Conner. Yeah. James Conner has had this odd uh, – he's had two great weeks in a row. The coaching staff is failing James Conner. He is 5th and 11th in terms of their fantasy finishes in the last two weeks, including a game against San Francisco where where he had a huge run, a uh, 44-yard run in that game. Uh, he scored again two straight weeks. The, you know, We saw Conner win championships last year. But the snap counts were up 49%. It's not just the snap counts. He's been back for five games since his returning from injury, and in that time, he has nine receiving yards. Saquon against Philly or James Conner against Chicago? Saquon. Uh, Devin Singletary or, or, or James Conner? Oh, my gosh. I'm not bullish on Devin Singletary like you guys are. I mean, I you guess want to talk about snap be, counts and opportunities? Yeah, that's I, I guess I'm I'm going to change. I'm going to go Singletary there. You know that Saquon had nine carries last week. Yeah, they they pretty much gave up, and they don't. They, he doesn't put up numbers against bad defenses. Is what someone told me. Uh, Dallas <laughs> ten and four. The Dolphins are ten and four. I I mentioned this stat, and um, I I am sorry. I apologize to whoever tweeted it. It was early in the week. I don't remember who it was. You have 20 combined wins between the Dolphins and the Cowboys. One of the 20 wins is against a team above 500. It's about to be two. Yeah, it is about to be. It is about to be two. Uh, don't smoke, kids. Um, <laughs> there are the over/unders 50. Miami is one-point home favorites. Is so it's a you know pretty much a straight-up game. Dallas had the. You know they went on the road and laid an egg last week. I, I think it's going to be a lot better for them this week. Obviously. Miami, number one in points per game. Even without Tyreek Hill, you had the big strike from Tua. I mean, what are what are your real question marks in this game? I mean, all of the core assets are getting played, right? Yeah, you're yep. going to play them. I'm curious if we end up with a disappointment. One of the craziest stats I've seen in a while. So far this year, we've had 11 games with a 50 or more point over under. That's what we're looking for. 10 of the 11, not like 60%. Only one game has hit the over. Every mm -hmm. other one has hit the under and disappointed. Um, so I don't know how, uh, you know how bullish we are on this hitting the excitement, but the truth is you still have a high over-under. You have two explosive offenses, and I want the pieces in this game. I'm you know, not going to call it a guarantee that they succeed, but Dak, despite having you – know, some people are saying he's got, had two down weeks in a row. Two weeks ago was not that bad. He – you know, it's like 17 and a half fantasy points. It's It was terrible compared to what he was doing, which was every week being like the number one quarterback on the week. Last week was legitimately bad. That was out in the rain, on the road, in Buffalo. This is on the road against a good Dolphins team, but I think Dak bounces back and has a good game. He's in over everyone. CeeDee Lamb is obviously in. What do you do with Brandon Cooks? A couple of bad games, but one of those was that Buffalo game. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about that, the Brandon Cook start when you look at I mean, would you play him or would you play Deontay? Or Nico? I think I go Cooks personally. Uh, a high over under Addison. I th I would I'm gonna go Addison there. I'm gonna chase it. Yeah, Cooks is low in my rankings this Jake week. Jake Ferguson confidence this week. That's where I wanted to ask. Like if you had happened to pick up Dallas Goddard while he was hurt or you picked up Isaiah Likely after the Andrews injury uh, would you play both of those guys over Ferguson what was the week? second one Isaiah Likely 
I probably would, but Ferguson's had eight targets in three straight weeks. He just hasn't gotten back into the end zone, right? And he's always targeted around the end zone. He's certainly someone that you... I think it's going to be okay for him this week. All right. Uh, Sunday night football, Patriots 3-11, and Broncos 7-7. and Looks like it could be a snowy game, at least a little bit of snow. And the game's in Denver, mile high. Denver minus 7, over-unders 34. Pretty heavy favorites there. And so Bailey Zappi again, Zeke, Mike, he's your start of the week, giving mm-hmm. people some confidence. If it just it's Hunter Henry. It's just like Devin Singletary of I'm chasing opportunities here. And that is it there is are there are no there is no metric or anything that is that means this is a hundred percent going to work for a player. Players can be in great situations and fail. But you gotta chase the probability. Zeke or of, Connor? I would go Zeke. Jason? Zeke's workload is just asininely high, and the the Broncos have not been good um, at stopping the run on the course of the season, so I would go Zeke there. Hunter Henry, do we have an updated injury report on him? Just that he's missed the last two practices. If he's active, does that instantly make him a must-start to you? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, relative to other good options, I'm not playing him ahead of the Najokus and Shmev and Schmingrum and, and Trey McBride, obviously. Um, but Hunter has been great. He's been targeted from Zappi. He's been used around the red zone, and the matchup is great against Van Joseph-led Broncos. So he, he is a great start if he's active. All right, answer it quick. If you throw a dart and it lands on one New England receiver to take a chance on, what's the name? Your face? <laughs> nice. That dart's like um, a boomerang. Right. Well, saying right. you throw it, it will land on your own face. Yeah, that's Got what it. I am saying. If I Got pick, it. if I pick one, and you're saying they have to be a wide receiver, it would be uh, Demario Douglas, Russell Wilson on the other side, Javante Williams. I mean, this game has a 34 point over under, guys. I don't, I don't really want any pieces from it. No, and I don't blame you, Javante Williams. You could make the argument, well, it's a Devin Singletary's massive volume. Yeah, except the big difference is Devin Singletary's been really good, really efficient, chunk plays. Javante has sucked. I'm sorry, he but has. like he's just like he, you, you don't have to be sorry. It it's you can be sad. Yeah, I am. Uh, maybe that's a better way to say it. I'm yeah. sad yes. because we've always loved Javante. Yeah, coming back off of this massive injury, he has not yet looked the same. Maybe next year, right? With an, an another off season because his injury was legitimately difficult. But I mean, you look at since the bye week, he's had massive opportunities: three point eight a carry, three point four a carry, three point six a carry, three point five a carry, three point nine a carry, two point two. Yeah. Like th- there isn't a good week. It's not like oh, here's a good performance where you're efficient. He's not getting it done. the The New England Patriots defense is good. I I I'm not wanting to start Javante like. Easy James Conner over Javante to me. Cortland Sutton has fifty three plus yards in six straight games. He loves to score touchdowns. Low over under, tough defense, Sutton or Hopkins against Seattle. Uh, I'm going to go Hopkins. I, my first thought was how can you not play Sutton when he scores almost every week? But New England is great for taking away your number one option, and that is Cortland Sutton in this offense. So I would And then go there's Hopkins. no options. Right, yes. So I, I go Hopkins. I, I worry about Sutton in this game. Ridley over Sutton? Ridley over Sutton for yeah. me. Garrett Wilson. I, I, I'm I'd not, play Wilson. Yeah, which we I, got the official word. It's Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Zach Wilson ruled out this morning. Yeah, I, I'm still of the belief that Wilson can have a fine, an okay game, like 12 fantasy points. Christmasfootball.com slate. Oh. 
We've got the Raiders against the Chiefs. Raiders are six and eight. Chiefs are nine and five. The DK Sportsbook line, Kansas City, minus ten. The over under is forty one. Uh I've already used my almost upset. I do think the Raiders will cover in this game. That is just my opinion. Um you know, big game for the Raiders last week against the hapless Chargers. Kansas City offense, clearly not the juggernaut of old. They're third in passing yards, but fifth most interceptions in the wow. league. Is that where Mahomes really is? Well, 16th he in keeps re- targeting Kadarius Tony in the hands. Yeah, so that's called an interception. 13. Yeah, there aren't real weapons for the Chiefs. Uh, Kelsey got slowed down last week, but you can play him this week. It was, the, yep. it was New England. Rashi Rice is an auto start at this point with his nine. Yes. Uh, you know, he's got all these. The way they run that offense, is, it's not like uh, a read progression that ends up at Rashi Rice. A lot of times it's designed plays to Rashi Rice. And um, so you're going to have that. They're going to say they're going to line up in the huddle and they're going to run a play. It's going to be for Rashi. And, and he's a very explosive receiver. And he's finally out there. 90 plus percent of snaps last week. Nine or ten targets every week for the last month. Yeah, he's an auto start. The big challenge here is like any expectations for Mahomes and Rice and Kelsey could be impacted by their newfound love of the run game and Isaiah Pacheco returning. Are you putting Pacheco right back in your lineup? Yes. Yeah, okay. the Raiders are uh, great at allowing running backs to have success. So on the other side, you had this explosion of 63 points last week. I'll take the under. I, I agree with that. You expect Josh Jacobs to be back. Still hasn't practiced, so we'll monitor that, but you know, it worked for everybody last week. Myers and Adams, and and it was Amir White last week, and Michael Mayer scored a touchdown. So, did they find something? Did you say you expect Josh Jacobs to be back? That's what it, it was reported there, it was early in the week that, that he early. was going to be back. Okay, that was but the, he hasn't practiced. Yet. Right, he has not practiced. Yeah, we're um, getting conflicting information. I it, it, I I say this only because this is Christmas. So this is like you're going to have to make a decision before you might know the answer. So if you don't have Zamir White, right. You need to really watch Saturday. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you if if let's say he plays, and we get confirmation he practices today, which I think you know based on the report early in the week of them expecting him back. If he practiced today, maybe you could conclude he's going to play. Yeah. If that happened, are you playing Jacobs or are you playing Bijan? Bijan. Bijan. So you don't have a lot of confidence in Jacobs coming back no, even I after just, the. No, big I have week. a lot of confidence. Yeah, yeah in I'm on Jason's okay. side of really liking Bijan. Devontae Adams, uh, he just played against these Chiefs. He was, I think, 5 for 76 or something to that extent. Yeah, 5 for 73 two weeks ago at home. They scored 17 in that one against the Chiefs. You played Devontae Adams. You just have to. What about Jacoby, though? No thanks. Not this defense on the road. There's there's probable rain. His, His numbers were not good last week. They were bad. Correct. He just threw a touchdown pass. Otherwise, he had 32 receiving yards in a game that scored 63 points. They, so, were, they were good the last time they played the Chiefs, though. Six for 79 with a score. Yes, that is true. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not confident enough to to start Jacoby Myers. I'm holding my breath. Jacoby Myers or Zay Flowers? Flowers. Flowers. I'm holding my breath with Devontae Adams. I know he already had you know 70 yards. That's awesome. That's like the best of the season against the Chiefs as the wide receiver number one. False. Josh Palmer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the true wide receiver one out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, they should they should be checking the ball Devontae's way. I think that's what you hope for. You just hope for double-digit targets, and you just pray it works out. Jacoby yeah. or Brandon Cooks? Brandon Cooks. Okay. 
Um, all right, where are we? Done uh, with the Raiders? Michael Mayer in play? No. No. Okay, just making sure. The Giants are 5-9. and nine. Eagles are 10-4. and four. The DK Sportsbook line is a monstrous Philly minus 13.5. The over-under is 43. That gives the Giants 14.8 points. Gross. Do I may they, have to sit do they this, hit it? I may have to sit this game out, too. I mean, uh, Saquon Barkley, Saquon has gone from top five performance to disaster to top five performance to disaster the last four weeks. Ooh, top five incoming. Well, I hope you're right. Um, the defense for the Eagles, while over the course of the year, they rank number one pretty much as the one of the best matchups um, or ra rather one of the best defenses against running backs. Over the last six weeks, the Eagles' defense is 23rd against opposing running backs. So, and they've also they're also 31st against the pass. So, like, the problem is is that New York doesn't have weapons beyond Saquon to move the ball down the field. What if I told you we got news that Tommy DeVito's LLC has filed for two trademarks, guys? Oh, let me hear him. One you can guess. It's Danny Tom DeVito. Tommy no. Cutlets. Tommy Cutlets. Yeah. The second one, which it's delightful. It got me. It, it got it's, a little chuckle out of me. It's delightful. The passing paisano. The passing paisano. <laughs> wow. Oh man. What, what is? I've does never, he make enough money to register LLCs right now? I have. Well, when he's not, you know, not showing up to pizza places, <laughs> things like that. I haven't heard that one. It's great. But he's. Oh, no, it's great. But no, he's, he's getting ahead of it. <laughs> he's he is speaking that one into existence. Passing Paisano. Oh, man. Talk about really laying claim to your 15 minutes. You know what it I mean? Really, like, hey, yeah. No, good for him. Yeah. Oh, you capitalize. Yeah. Because uh, in about five years, we're going to be snapping our finger going, what's who, that guy's name? Who was the chicken the guy? The chicken guy. The, <laughs> but maybe he takes Oh, over. yeah, Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> you should register like Captain Calzone. Oh, I like okay. it. Yeah. Something like that. Should, Cano should Captain Cannoli. You should reach out to him. Yeah. I've got some more. I've got some more stuff no, for you, you Tom. No, you need to go register them right now. Ooh. Sell it to him. Yeah. Yeah. For $10. Dude, I, <laughs> I can negotiate with that one dude, his agent. I want him on the phone. Um, He will tell you to forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to right. make him an offer right. he can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> DeAndre Swift has not been great. He was, he, he was a yard away from a a very good game last so we're that's good, we're good. what he's done so he goes down I, with the but i'm one. saying 18 for 74 you comfy yeah he he did uh, connor or swift i would go swift i would also go swift yeah the you match expect them to be up by a lot they're obviously the largest favorite on the week and 18 opportunities last week i think one of the storylines for philly last week was the um early game involvement of dallas goddard um uh, he he didn't get it done over the back half of that game. They ended up losing it. But he is back out on the field for 84% of snaps the last two weeks. Nine targets. And Goddard yeah. seems okay. Goddard seems really good because I am starting to get a little afraid of Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith was going to say Goddard's now, back. Now, wait a minute. We've got uh... – <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. I know it's not good One, podcasting, but a, if you're – There's a photo up on our back wall of Jason in from Fedora Week versus – Tommy Cutlet's uh, agent. agent here. I also think this is back when Jason had the glasses that would fog up yeah, if he yeah. just breathed. Yep. Yeah. So you're in. Uh, That's looking good. Yeah, man. Maybe you need to make the deal for us. Yeah, I'll reach out. Um, I'll reach out. Also, uh, can we go to Deucer's Alley? Uh, raise your hand if you're the one that put that on the screen. That's going to be Jeremy. Yeah, I know. 
Keep your hand up. <laughs> Raise your hand if you're the one that's fired. Good. All right. So, Goddard back. You read the numbers of the snaps and the involvement. Last two weeks for Dallas or for uh, Devonta Smith, 7.5 points, 7.8 points. Yes, but, good point. But that's a good point. Not just that. He is missing practice with a knee injury. He missed oh, Thursday practice. Gosh, yeah, so, that's why I'm, I'm – you know, you've got now, who, to be who prepared. Who has him in League of Record? In the League uh, of Record? Jason? I can't even remember. No, who's got in League of Smith? Record, I believe it's your opponent. Oh, my oh, gosh. Josh, you, Josh have you have him? I do. You do. But he'll still be better than Alvin Kamara. If he plays. I, yeah. No, okay. uh, I do think he'll play. He, he, he's he been doing a little bit of maintenance, and they are the Monday game. So, okay, Friday is what matters. It's, I, I'd love to make it something more than it is. But I, I don't think it is. I think he'll play. Now, that's a separate issue. Than if he's a little banged up, if he's been outside the top 36 for two weeks, and Dallas Goddard's involvement impacted him last year because he had to be out for Devontae Smith to have his yep. big explosion. That's worth noting. Now, the Giants are great matchups if you get right. Yeah, you know? the, the Giants, over the course of the season, they have given it up more to wide receivers than to tight ends. So uh, this should be, if Devontae Smith is active, I mean, I'm not benching him when I say I'm worried. I'm just... I'm just holding my breath that he that he plays. Um, but I think A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Swift, and Jalen Hurts, they're probably all in your lineup in a game where you expect them to score a lot and be in control. Smith or Garrett Wilson, Jason? I would go Smith. I, okay. You're talking Jalen Hurts versus Trevor I want to be, the, fa I want to be the favorite. That's fa 28 points is what they're giving these Eagles. And uh, not a lot of credit to this defense for the Giants and being able to slow them down. Which makes the giant decisions well, they're they're tough. I mean, Saquon is the one. It's it's the only discussion to be had on that side of the ball. Don't play anybody else. Really? Uh, I Waller? think you can ask about Waller. You can ask about him. I just said don't play him. Okay. But I don't want to play him. Okay. I, I because it's just non sustained drives. He hasn't really done anything for your fantasy team. Um, you know four catches, forty yards last week. On I think 40. that's on forty-two percent of the snaps, sure, is, is the that's the the optimistic view is it was his first game back from injury. He played less than half of the game, and in that time, he had six targets. It's just so risky for semifinal. Week. It is. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it, it, it is risky. If you're, uh, I mean, Saquon played fifty percent of snaps last week. Yeah, if you're if you're really struggling and you don't have a tight end, you know, you were rolling Hunter Henry, and you're not sure if he's sure. going to play, and Waller's out there, you could pick him up and and have him as a pivot option. But there are Eight. I mean, I'll play him over Kate Otten, if yeah. that's what you want me to say. Yeah, I mean, in, in that's the, what we want. That's in the, the semifinals, I would assume that the vast majority of rosters have a better option. Ball, uh, so with Saquon, uh, is he a start no matter what because he's Saquon in your mind, or would you actually consider benching him at all? I mean, like Ty Chandler, Saquon, you make that decision. Ooh, I mean, Ty Chandler's matchup sucks. It's the worst in football, and then you got I, Saquon. It sucks. Even as probably the most optimistic view of Ty Chandler on the show right now, I'd still play Saquon over Chuba here. Hubbard or Saquon. Yeah, that's a great call. I mean, that's a tough one. I think the right call there is Chuba Hubbard. But I wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So, what? Oh, what? Yeah. Well, it sounds fancy football so dumb. Yeah, it is. I, I would say that Saquon is... Don't is, listen to me this week, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Saquon is the type of player where you need to make sure you let go of the name value, the name recognition, and you make a calculated process-based answer so some of those like there's there's strikes against Chuba even though he's been good for a couple weeks Saquon's been good for most of the season there's strikes against Ty Chandler with his 
um, matchup, matchup with, where I would or one game ever. Right, right, yeah. So I mean, I'm not going to put those type of players in above Saquon. But if you're so telling reason me you're going back to the well with Bijan and uh, Brees as well. Yes. Yeah, so if you're telling me that you've got, uh, you know, Aaron Jones in a in a great matchup yeah. by himself, yeah. and that's the decision. Now I'm going. Okay, I think Aaron Jones scores more fantasy points than Saquon yeah. this week. Okay. Baltimore's eleven and three. The Forty Nine ers eleven and three. This matchup concluding the this, Christmas Day. This is going to be great. DraftKings Sportsbook line: San Francisco minus five and a half. The game's late enough, Mike. We might get to watch it on Christmas. Um, oh no, I'm watching them all. We did Home Alone last night, by the way. Uh, one number one, which I heard. Yeah, which I heard you whistling in the office yesterday, uh, and I yes. didn't know if you had just watched it again. I like a week or so ago. That is one of the most rewatchable movies ever. It's fantastic. It flies by too. It it's is. not one of those movies that just takes forever. It just feels like you blink and they're already in the scene where they're in the house. We were cracking up again. We I've seen it like 50 times. I we have not seen that movie in... What? Uh, three three days. No, in like, well, in like five, five 12 days. years or so. What? Until, what are you doing? Until a couple weeks ago. And? And I, and I was like, this, this is so good. How, you it's have so you have, good. You have three children. How have you not watched Home Alone? I, He's it, not a good father. No, I... Clearly. I, I, I you know... Home Alone 1 and 2 are, you have to watch them every year. I yeah, there's heard, a rule. I heard someone that will not be named tell the world that Home Alone 3 is the best of the three movies. Okay. A, a, grown, a, grown, okay. a grown man. Okay, yeah. A you, grown man. You cannot name this person because no. they will no longer be safe. <laughs> no, I mean, what are you talking about? That, I've never. I know. I've I know. never heard a worse take They might have been drunk. I don't know. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no excuse for this. Um, wow. <clears throat> but no, Home Alone 1 so good. We went so uh, good. we went with spirited, wow, they go all the way spirited through. last night. I went, I went uh, Catching Fire last night. Catching the Christmas fire. movie. What? The Christmas movie, yeah. What is wrong with you? Catching Fire? Is that, the, is uh, that a Hunger Games yeah, movie? Yeah, Hunger Games, Catching Fire. That's our Christmas movie last night. So, okay, guy, so Hunger Games in, Home Alone out. Well, to be fair, this year both were in. So Would, have your both children, were great. Have they seen Home Alone too? Yes. Oh my god! Twelve years ago? <laughs> yeah, when they were born. I am Merry Christmas. I am very disappointed right now. Baltimore, San Francisco. Both teams have been on fire. Brock Purdy's been on fire. Lamar, um, top ten in three or four games last week though shows you what can happen. Uh, you know, Lamar is. This is the new reality for Lamar Jackson. Um. The reality for Lamar Jackson for now three years. It's three full years mm -hmm. since the MVP season. So let's let's just be real. He could be the best quarterback on any given week. And he could also be middle of the pack. In his last seventeen games, he has a consistency rating of a C, where he has basically hit the number that we feel like is a good week for a quarterback on forty one percent of his starts. He is not consistent. He does have giant blow up potential obviously, um, and I think that the matchups for him where he has better games are when the offense on the other side of the ball can keep up, and it can't just accidentally be one of those games where the rushing touchdowns went in by the Gus bus, and you just didn't need him much anymore. So even though the San Francisco 49ers are a very difficult top five matchup for quarterbacks, I think for Lamar Jackson, I don't view this as a negative, I view it as a positive because of how good their offense is. Well, they I mean to to your point, 
Number four against Cleveland when Cleveland was playing good defense. Number two against Detroit when they were a top-tier defense. Uh, number 28 against Arizona, the team that we just said it's impossible for Justin Fields to fail against. Exactly. He was 28th against them. Number one against the Rams defense, who yeah. was dominant. Now Recently were, when they're playing very good. Now, that being said, there is a caveat there. Those games, most of them are at home. This is a tough game against San Francisco. I put Lamar in the quarterback seven or eight on the week category. I think yeah, that's, that's absolutely that's fair. still your plan. Now, I would play Brock Purdy ahead of him if I had Brock Purdy. He is just on fire right now at home, every weapon under the sun. And um, uh, I, Brooks, you just asked that question? I didn't even see that. As you were saying it. Yeah, I, I mean, think that's the right thing. Of wow. Brock Purdy and the 49ers offense, the D, their opponent doesn't matter. over the Since the bye week, right? So that's the last six games played. We talk about that line of like 20 fantasy points to hit. There's only been one game where Brock hasn't hit it. Now I I don't I think it is more realistic that Lamar hits 40 before Brock hits 40 in this game. But the floor is definitely higher to me with Brock Purdy and that seems crazy. He's just throwing so many touchdowns. I uh, I'm going to change my rankings cuz right now I've got uh I've got Lamar, Lamar ahead. ahead, but yep. I think Brock is probably the safer play and both these guys have ceiling potential. What are the big – like you talked about likely and the fact that you have confidence in him, right, because yeah. San Francisco has struggled against tight ends. What about those wide receivers for the Baltimore side? I mean, it is just – you know, we, we heard that Odell Beckham was banged up at the end of that game. That has been a consistent theme for the last five years of Odell Beckham. Really hard. We finally got to the point where we were about to trust him. Yeah. And uh, we were let down. So is there – like there feels like there's no questions on San Francisco's side this and there's is all questions on the – on the uh, Baltimore side. Yeah, and I I didn't realize. I mean, I'm sure you read it when we started, but five-and-a-half-point line. I know they're at home. But they're playing against a, an 11-3 and three Baltimore Ravens. Still heavily favored. Still heavily favored. And I remember last week I was – or uh, was it two weeks ago? I was a little surprised when they went on the road to the Eagles and the line there was they were favored. It, it, maybe San Francisco just – Beats the crap out of them. It's I think yeah. it's possible. I yeah. do too. Looking at how the receiving core works for Baltimore and losing your explosive running back in uh, Keaton Mitchell. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, look, it it should be fun. The Baltimore's to their credit, they just find a way to stay in games a lot of the time. But a um, couple injury updates as we close it out. Hollywood Brown out officially, and then Doug Peterson said Trevor Lawrence playing this week. You're gonna love it. It's gonna be real helpful. Coin flip. Which side? Because um, one of them never fails. Tails. Yeah. Mm, I, don't know if it, I don't know if he's on the tails side. Okay. Uh, we're going to jump into the face-off where um, – I, I got to write the ship. Fantasy Face-Off, presented by DraftKings. Last week I tried the bravado attempt. You I did. just I made a, a, a just like a blind one sided bet. Cost you a couple binges. <laughs> it cost me a couple hundred dollars. I was last place. Mike won it. Jason in second. And um, for what it's worth, on the course of fifteen weeks, Jason his average points scored one forty one. Mine's at one thirty five. Mike's at one thirty three. And uh, it's been you know slightly more balanced this year. <laughs> Let's spin that wheel. Wheel of Shame. 
Go I'm ahead. Excited to see what I'm this not is. thrilled with Mike laughing it's about this yesterday. Just it's silly. Got cowboy safety first. Cat Stevens. Cat Stevens. Wait, that's the silver spoon. Little no. boy blue on. Oh the, yeah, yeah. Famous uh, little boy folk, blue and famous the man on the moon. What folk singer? So, so instead of instead of just a cat mask, which I'm really getting thrilled suffocating weekly. <laughs> oh man, that looks hot in there. Okay, oh. I, I gotta find the, the eyes have hair in front of me. the eyes have hair. Yes. I can't see a thing. Okay. Do we have any chance of you seeing there, anything? There are holes. Oh, hold there. up the ukulele, though. You gotta, yeah, you gotta keep that up in the camera. <laughs> Beautiful. Cat Stevens is funny. This is funny. <laughs> um, but you cannot see. All right, I'll kick it off here. I will kick it off. My quarterback. It's my quarterback that I'm playing in my semifinals. I'm going with Joe Flacco against Houston at at fifty five hundred. Wait, who's your quarterback? Joe Flacco. <laughs> Is that your quarterback, Andy? No. Okay, it's not my quarterback either. <laughs> you getting hair in the mouth too? <laughs> uh, hairball. <laughs> oh, your your jacket's gonna be covered in cat hair too. My uh, my quarterback. Get it, cat. I went as cheap as I possibly could. Oh, did you Mullins? I'm Mullins. So I am going Nick Mullins That's a along thumbs up Andy. with Andy. They so are Andy's 5, got Nick Mullins. Okay. Originally, I had Taylor Heineke, who's, I think, 5,100, but well, then I looked a little closer. Okay. What am I doing with my life? Well, that is terrifying then for what you're going to be able to do with the rest of your lineup. At running back, I have Bijan Robinson at 6,300. I am with Jason that I think the bounce back will happen. <laughs> Oh, an accidental cough of hair from Andy. I think he bounces back, and then I'm rolling with Ty Chandler against the Detroit Lions. The I, matchup is terrifying, but 5,600 for a workhorse running back is pretty good. I would have been so disappointed in you if you didn't have Ty Chandler. You've been the supporter. You're about well, playing I him got this him, week, baby. and I figured you'd be there. I also have <laughs> Bijan Robinson at 6,300, and I'm going – look, my starts of the week that – murdered me last week Bijan and Brees and he's not gonna make it through <laughs> no he's he's I think he's dead I think he's run out of air oh wait I see movement um all right so I so my running backs are okay, Bijan and, and Brees I'm going okay. to the guys who right. destroyed me last week the two running backs I have loved yeah, the most over the last couple of years Andy, I get it my uh <laughs> my running backs this week are Rashad White at 7400 and Raheem Mostert at 7,300. Oh, so there you go. Paid up. All right, go. you keep going. You go next. My wide receivers, Justin Jefferson stacked with Nick Mullins, Jaden wow. Reed against Carolina. Hope he plays. And then I'm going to take the, my shot, my my bargain this week is Rondale Moore at 3,500. Oh, uh, yeah, no Dorch, no Hollywood. Okay. Going to see if Rondale can just Interesting. piece it together. That wow. Makes, that makes sense. I have Mike Evans at home against the Jaguars at 7,600. Andy will be double-facing DJ Moore this weekend. He is against Arizona at a very nice 6,900. And then I have Tyler Lockett against Ooh. the Tennessee Titans, who has not surpassed 100 yards yet this this season, but 5,600 in a plus matchup and with crossing my fingers that Geno actually is back. He, everything says that he's going to be back, but I'm rolling with him as my wide receiver three. Yeah, Jay, uh, who you got? What, last time we saw Gino, he was the wide res or the quarterback one in week thirteen from DK Metcalf. Yes, from DK Metcalf for sure. But also, <laughs> I want to point out that that last time we saw him, 
Jackson Smith and Jigba had 11 targets and seven receptions. I have Jackson Smith Jason. and Jigba okay. in my lineup. So the, the Jackson versus Lockett will be fun to watch. Alongside him, I have Brandon Cooks oh. in the Miami matchup. What's his price? He, he's pretty cheap, 4900 So um, he hasn't been great lately, but I'm hoping for some uh, big action there. <laughs> oh, man, every time I look over, I just see this. Stupid I've face. never seen a, a man who I know is sad behind a mask. Yeah. I can tell. Oh, you can tell. He is he's, not happy in he there. He is sad. All right, I Andy. I even stick Wait. my tongue out of the hole because I get hair. I, I didn't tell right. you one of my oh, yeah, you got receivers. Oh, who's, okay. uh, Tyreek Hill okay. at 9,600. So I paid up for the, one. for the best one. Wait, did you? who were your first two? Uh, I've got Tyreek Hill, I'm Brandon Cooks, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. <laughs> so you did not? So you stacked Hawkinson probably? I did not stack. So no Mullins. Okay. My final three, just to get it out of the way, Jake Ferguson at 4,900 PPR against Miami. Chuba Hubbard, 5,700 in my flex. And that uh, backed me into the worst defense of the week to break even here. But the Panthers, they're a pretty good defense in general, and the Packers are not the best offense in the world. So I will take the cheapest defense against the Packers. I don't think that's a terrible punt. Uh, to go with this weekend at the tight end position. Come on, the tight end one at $5,700. T. McBee, baby, against the Chicago Bears. I thought it, I wanted him bad. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. My flex play, I'm going with Dontavian Wicks against the Carolina Panthers. We'll see if Jaden Reed actually plays, and then I had to punt defense as well. But I'm going with the Vikings at home against Jared Goff, who – is, he's not been great against his uh, division rivals. Yeah, the Lions' offense has been great on the course of the season, but Goff has made mistakes. And you know who? what else has been great on the course of the season is the Vikings' defense. I have the Vikings' defense as well as you, Mike, All right. at 2,500. Um, I've got David Njoku uh, and yeah. his infinity targets coming his way this week uh, at 5,300. And then in my flex, at another 5,500, oh. I've got Devin Singletary. And the volume All I'm right. hoping he can provide. That was Fantasy Faceoff presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code BALLERS. New customers can play free for a share of millions of prizes with your first $5 deposit. That's code BALLERS only at DraftKings Sportsbook. He's just trying to breathe. That's going to do it, everybody. Um, oh! News and notes from around the league. <laughs> presented by USAA Insurance. We'll let, <laughs> that is Andy without without eyes we'll trying let to find Owl the button. close the show down. Hey, happy holidays, everyone. Quick, there will be no Sunday Live because, look, it's Christmas Eve. We love you, but we're going to be spending time with the family. The rankings are on thefantasyfootballers.com. Good luck, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FF Ballers.